You're listening to the Wu Wei Podcast. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the finale episode of season one for the Wu Wei Podcast. It's your girl, Ange, and welcome, of course. This episode is going to be a little bit um, about my uh, life update if you're interested and just some recent concepts that I've been pondering lately. Um, I don't know if you guys use like the notes part in your phone. I've got a Samsung, so I'm going to say Samsung notes. Um, but I always just am constantly writing down notes or thoughts or like random stuff that just pops up in those notes. And so I'm just going to kind of go into my more recent ones lately on top of the life update to just sort of give a bit of a reflection about where we're at in terms of, I guess, self-growth and things that I've come to realize and that kind of thing. So first of all, I just want to touch on a giveaway. My sister and I have decided to collaborate and in celebration of the season finale and just because my sister is a badass and I freaking love her, we're going to give, um, sorry, we're going to do a giveaway that is worth over $500 and you could win. I'll go into more details like at the end of the episode, but What's included in the prize pack is an essential oils bundle, an artwork, a night away at an Airbnb, and also um, I'll be giving away like a strategy session. It like it depends on what you want to focus on and that kind of thing. Obviously, we'll like talk about it, but also you can yeah win a strategy session for that, and it will be focused on Instagram in terms of like entering it and that kind of thing. Um, so stay tuned for the end of the episode to find out how you could win over $500 in a prize pack. I also am, of course, blown away by the just, I don't know, response and, um, enthusiasm that I've received from the podcast. I'm, it's getting, getting, it's getting close to 700 downloads now and it is absolutely crazy that people from not only Australia, like obviously born and bred in Australia, um, but like New Zealand, United States, Canada, UK, like I've got, you can um, check your stats and stuff in in your podcasting or depending on um, what platform you use, but in the one that I use, um, yeah, you can see where people are downloading it from and it's just, it's so freaking cool. I fucking love it. But if anyone's interested in starting a podcast or anything like that, I am happy to help in any way that I can. Not that I know a lot. I'm not going to pretend that I know a lot because I don't. But I can tell you what I've done and what programs I've used uh, if you wanted to know. So it's been, yeah, 10 weeks since I started the podcast. And already, like, a lot has changed for me um, just internally like externally and perspective wise and all that kind of stuff and I think it's just interesting how so much can change from the most slightest things so I absolutely love living in Queensland and (laughs) even though I love living in Queensland I will always be a blue supporter and there is nothing more hilarious than going to a pub in Queensland on like state of origin night in like a blues jersey or something like that 
and everyone else is in maroon <laughs> and the New South Wales takes the win and everybody just <laughs> gives you like death stares and you're like, and what? <laughs> Sucks to be on a loser team, but hey. Anyway, <laughs> moving on from that. Besides that, Queensland is like, I just, yeah, love living here. The Sunshine State is where it's at. So, um, <laughs> subtly trying to convince my family from down south to move up here. But we'll see how we go. So, <laughs> no, no expectations, but, you know, can only try, right? <laughs> so, in terms of the life update, what have I been up to? What have I been doing? That kind of thing, if you're interested. Um, something that has really, I think, helped ground me in a way is surfing. Um, I grew up as a teenager surfing or like at the beach all the time and um yeah it's been picking that hobby up so for I guess context yeah I I grew up in Wollongong which is south coast by the beach all that kind of thing and um the first time I went surfing my neighbor at the time he took us or he took me and um, my brother surfing we got like surfboards for Christmas or whatever (laughs) I had like one of those massive thick foam boards that are just so not cool but I did not care because I was just like this is so cool oh my god I get to go surfing so anyway our neighbor took us out for the first time surfing and um actually I think my sister recorded it as well. I think she was there. I don't even know where these videos are, but I should totally track that down. But anyway, sidetrack. Um, and just having that first experience set that initial fire in me, I guess. And just I was just like, oh my God. Like already I love the beach anyway. Like I grew up swimming all my life, like at the beach, all that kind of stuff. So being able to surf the waves was so cool. And uh, yeah, from there... Eventually, I got my own short board, which is um, like a fiberglass board um, for those that may not surf. Um, and just going out with – like I had a couple of friends that I would go out surfing with, um, but there was one particular friend that we would always go out surfing at like the most ridiculous times, like sunset, sunrise. I mean, most people say that you're not supposed to surf at that hour because sharks are like um, hungry. <laughs> at sunset and sunrise but you know you got to risk it for the biscuit right and so it's always been worth it in terms of going out at those times watching a beautiful sunrise or watching a beautiful sunset whilst you're surfing waves it is there's just nothing else like it so um yeah there's a there's been a few really great memories with a friend um where we've been surfing in the most freezing cold water but had the most beautiful natural landscape sort of experiences with it which have been amazing so that was when I was a teenager and then eventually when like I joined the army I just that uh luxury of being 10 minutes away from the beach just um drifted away because I was either posted to places that weren't right next to the beach or if they were near a beach they were (laughs) places that didn't necessarily have surf beaches or where you wouldn't die from a crocodile or something like that so uh I guess being in the position that I'm in now and being and I'm like I'm still an hour away from a surfable beach um it's I don't mind the drive for an hour and so reconnecting with that and reconnecting I guess with my younger self or like my playful side my inner child where that was something that I always did growing up 
when I was either stressed, I'd go after school. Um, very grateful to have my license. Like I was one of those kids that was from day one. As soon as I turned 16, I was in that, uh, like the transport of, I don't know what they're called. The, uh, what's it? New South Wales called? I don't know. TMS or something? Is it transport Maritime Services? Whatever the New South Wales version is called. I don't know. I've been in Queensland for some time. Wow. My English. I've been in Queensland for some time. So, um, yeah, as soon as I turned 16, I was in that office, got my L's. And then as soon as I turned 17, I was in that office and got my P's. Like I was so determined to have that independence. Uh, so anyway, having that, I would either go after school or we would have free periods um, in year 12, I think it was. Um, my friend and I, we would just go surfing, you know, here or there, maybe <laughs> – Maybe sometimes we possibly didn't make classes and instead we're at the beach, but, you know, who knows. <laughs> but it was really fun. And so I feel as though coming back to where I am now and reconnecting with that side and getting back out in the surf and like finding a few friends that are keen to learn how to surf or are into that kind of thing and have boards of their own, it has been so invigorating in a sense. Um, and I have just absolutely loved it. I have contemplated moving to the Sunshine Coast. Uh, in some ways, it reminds me of Wollongong, so which is where I grew up. It's got that like chilled out coastal vibes, the beachy sort of active lifestyle. And the Sunshine Coast is only about an hour from Brisbane City, which with Wollongong, it's only an hour from Sydney City. So if you needed to be near a city, you're near it, but also far away from it where you don't have that sort of um, the sort of city implications like traffic and just like the I guess, city pollution that can be there sometimes. So I do still feel like I'm in the right place in terms of where I'm at uh, and definitely feel as though I have more time to spend here. But I do feel as though eventually I'm going to set up in a more sort of coastal town, closer to the beach, like a walk away from the beach. So that's <laughs> that's a future end problem. But anyway... So what else has been happening? Um, in terms of martial arts, I did mention it. Sorry, mention it in the first episode. And to be honest, if I sum up all of, I guess, my training experience, so I, I did a program last year that started in February, I think. Uh, and so I, the program I did was called Wimp to Warrior, and. I think if I sum up all of my training experience, which I was like training like five to six days a week, depending on how much my body could take, um, in total, it was probably about three months. But obviously then COVID hit pretty hard and um, there was lockdowns, gyms closed, all that kind of stuff. And it was just like a really dragged out process. So what was supposed to be like, I guess, a 20-week thing it just got dragged out so much. And then I moved away, so I wasn't in training and all that kind of stuff. And since I moved back, I thought I would be, you know, like straight back in every single day. But to be honest, I have been struggling with the motivation to get back into it. So I still have not really trained at all in terms of martial arts. And I just, I've been back here and there, but it just has not been consistent in the way that I imagined it would be when I moved back here. So just being completely transparent there. And uh, honestly, side note, I have so much respect for fighters 
to be able to endure the constant training, the preparation, like the consistency, the dedication and the commitment that's required for like that uh, like block of time before a fight or before a, an event or fight night or all that kind of stuff. And then especially in the past like year or two, throw in the unexpectedness of the pandemic or like injuries and then you know opponents being swapped out and all that kind of stuff. There's just so many other variables and uncertainties that the amount of mental stamina um, more than the the physical stamina that's needed, I, I feel, that like, like to push through and to sustain the energy that's required to be able to um, get to a fight night is just amazing. So honestly, like hats off to <laughs> any person that fights, whether that's like boxing, MMA, Muay Thai, all that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, incredible. Uh, so I haven't really been training in that at all. And so I'm unsure about where I'm going to go with it in the direction um, of it. But, you know, just trying to remain open and see what see what comes of it, really. I've been getting slow uh, – sorry, been slow in getting back into a workout routine uh, and just – more so being focused on being consistent with my physio stuff at the moment and just trying to do the gradual habitual changes rather than the drastic extreme measures because in the past I have done the extreme measures where it's like, um, you know, from zero to freaking six days a week, like two hours a day type exercise stuff and it's not sustainable. Um, well, for me personally, like it's not sustainable to just go from like zero to a hundred real quick. <laughs> uh, and so um, that's just been more of a uh, adapting and, and just seeing how we go there. Something else that I have done recently as well. Uh, I think I've mentioned in a, a few previous episodes where I've said that I have felt really low in energy and there's some days I can't get up and all this kind of stuff and so anyway I've seen my doctor and I went and got some blood tests done and the results came back and it turns out that I am really like alarmingly low in iron zinc vitamin a and vitamin d which uh, according to the doc explains a lot of my low energy my struggles to sleep my moods, um, like I'd get maybe four to six hours if I'm lucky of sleep. That like, and that's, and it's not always like the most highest quality of sleep. And it was just so frustrating to not be able to figure out why. Um, and so, uh, having these blood tests done and getting these sort of results, just like okay, cool, kind of got answers. Um, and just knowing that I'm, I guess, deficient in these nutrients is basically an answer for everything that I've been dealing with lately. So I've got some sups now I've got um, that have like been prescribed from my doctor and just working on that and hopefully on the mend and that kind of stuff. And to be honest, I was um, pretty surprised about the iron deficiency because I do eat a lot of protein foods. Like anybody that knows me knows how much I freaking love steak. Um, I would probably like even in the past couple of months, I'd probably have a steak like every second day or something like that. I'm a big fan of seafood, prawns, oysters. I eat chicken, all that kind of stuff very regularly. So I thought it'd be fine for iron, but turns out the truth is that I'm not. So we're unsure whether it's not like where, as in me and my doctor, we're unsure whether it's my body that's not being able to absorb it or whatever, but we are working on it and working through it. So that's been a 
sort of a learning curve there. And I highly, highly recommend if you know that something isn't right within yourself, uh, which you'll know, go see a doctor. It sounds, it sounds super basic uh, and like obvious. I get that. But it's also easy to dismiss everything as like a, oh, you know, you'll be right. Or like, oh, just suck it up. Like whatever. But if you are having days where you're physically unable to move out of bed, even though you're telling your body to move and to get up, but you can't, then that's probably a sign. Don't be like me and wait too long to get answers because if you keep trying to push through, uh, you know, eventually burnout's going to be there waiting for you with bells on. So definitely get in there and get the test done just to figure out whatever it is that um, – that might be, I guess, plaguing you. So it's better to get answers than to sit around pondering and try and figure out yourself. And I mean, unless you're a professional in that particular area, then you're probably going to need somebody to help you in that area. I'm still trying to balance between, you know, being switched on all the time and just knowing when to suck it up and, and move on um, or push through and just do the thing or recognizing to stop just chill out and rest. So when I guess when you're ingrained in a certain way for some time and just being constantly like just shut up and go and like just keep going, just keep pushing, it does take time to change those habits. And so still learning to like be kind to myself um, and just <laughs> it's been a great way to practice patience, which is not something that I would necessarily say I am the most absolute master at <laughs> but progress right it's all progress something else that I've sort of come to realize lately um, is that for the first time in a long time I've been missing seeing my family regularly and being able to visit them like from down the road or just like dropping by or that kind of stuff. Uh, I moved out of home when I was 19 and have been fairly independent since. Um, I think the army lifestyle is means it like a lot of time away from your family, which to be honest, it never really bothered me too much because at the time, you know, being like young, free spirited and open for adventures and all that time. Um, sorry, at that time, and just always being, I guess, adaptable to change and happy to make new friends wherever. Um, but it, it has definitely been hard at times knowing that I missed out on a lot of important events or occasions due to work commitments at the time. I remember when I first joined and I just slowly lost contact over time with a lot of people because I kept having to turn stuff down. And so they stopped asking um, I'd see like 21sts and weddings and occasions through social media and it sucked that I wasn't there like I'll be honest and for people that haven't been uh, in the defense or army or military lifestyle that kind of stuff or, or been exposed to that kind of thing it's not always easy or um, just it's, it's kind of like hard to explain that you can't just take days off or go to certain things if, if they're telling you you're going somewhere, then you're going. Like unless something super drastic happens, then you might get leniency if you have a decent hierarchy. Um, but even then, like 
I've known people that have missed out on their mother's wedding because of an exercise or couldn't get home to Australia for their grandfather's funeral or even missed out on their child's birth because they couldn't get the time off in time and like that kind of thing, which, yeah, it's it's just a reality of army or military lifestyle and that like that's what you sign up for when you sign that dotted line. Of course, there's a whole range of plethora of things that, that come with it, but that is a certain aspect of it. So being, I guess, aware of that and, and knowing that that's going to be a thing, then it's uh, – yeah, if anyone's thinking about joining or hasn't done it yet, then that's just, a, I guess, a bit of a reality check. So neither good nor bad, like with all things, there's always good and bad. And so that is just a reality of it. And like I said before, I was okay with it when I was younger, but there are moments in life that just make you think, what is it all for? Like how much time away is enough? If you're super passionate about your job, then of course, like balance and do your thing. But if you're not, then... I guess that's where you start to sort of think, okay, this isn't making me happy anymore. Like what needs to change? Like what really actually makes me happy? That kind of stuff. So I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older or the pandemic taking away the option for me to just drive down or fly down to see my family, like whenever, or maybe it's a combination of all. But I was going through uh, like old photos the other day. And um, for those of you that don't know, I take a million photos and videos like all the time, like doing the most random stuff, whether it's like somewhere out or just at home or whatever. I always take a million photos and videos just to look back on uh, at random times. And I probably post probably about 1% of all the stuff or content that I have. But anyway, I was looking at old photos and videos um, with family and it was just a bit of a reminder about what's important to me and like where I'm spending my time and who I'm spending my time with kind of thing and there was a video that I watched the other day where uh, I cannot remember who it was it might have been it could have been a video from impact theory I could be wrong I should probably track that down (laughs) anyway I watched this video and the guy was saying um imagine so he spoke about this formula sort of thing and he's like Think about the age of your parents and think about the average life expectancy and then think about the average times you see them in a year and then do the math and think about how many more times you're going to see them using this formula, which was a bit of a wake-up call. So my parents are – my mom had me when she was 37 and so they're in their 60s and then like the average life expectancy – is for Australia. Look, I, <laughs> I totally should have checked the stats before I started recording this. But anyway, then you like check the average life expectancy and then average times you see them in a year, which for me previously was about one or two times a year, maybe over Christmas and maybe over Easter, but it wasn't always that that frequently or, or whatever. Um, but if you do the math and calculate that, uh, yeah, it just it really hit home for me. And so that was just something that also that I was thinking about Anyway, once borders are lifted because they live down in New South Wales. So once borders are lifted, I will definitely be going down there to annoy them as much as possible and just see them as much as possible because, yeah, like my two of my siblings and my parents are down there and there's family friends down there and all that kind of stuff. And just having those connections and just people – I just – I'm such a big 
uh, fan, I guess, or a big believer in energy and just you just want to be around the right kind of energy and the right kind of people. So that is something that I will definitely be prioritizing when it's allowed. Uh, something else, moving on to another sort of life update uh, area. A big decision that I've made recently is to actually transition away from the Havoc business, which I started with some business partners last year. Um, so I'm looking to transition out of that by the end of the year. I did talk about it in the first episode how we started it up or like we, we started talks about it and, and started stuff in May and then eventually relaunched it or um, like launched it in July, which is coming up to 18 months of business, which is pretty exciting, pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, it's been amazing to grow alongside the business with my incredible business partners as we've just been figuring it out all along the way and just, you know, taking it as it comes type thing. Like I've always been interested in business. Actually, that's what I studied um, for my stint at uni before I joined the army, like a Bachelor of Commerce where I did, the subjects I did was like the basics of accounting, of finance, um, business communications and marketing, which I actually really enjoyed all of these subjects and found them really, really interesting. But it was more so the confinement of study at the time that ended up pushing me into other direction. But since then, I've always known that I would pursue business in some way, never knowing what sort of businesses I would create or even know where it'll lead to in the future. But I do know that that's something that I'm very interested in now and heading in that direction. Plus, being fascinated with financial freedom, um, I've always seen business as like a necessity for financial stability and security, like being able to have your own business and being in control of that and just being able to dictate that rather than relying on another I guess personal business that you don't have much say in so to speak so I mean that could have been effect um, could be an effect from um, you know COVID where a lot of people lost jobs or you know work and that kind of stuff but being able to find a way to make money for yourself that is solely up to you and solely responsible for you and not like affected by other people or other circumstances is something that I've just uh, definitely become more aware of, I guess as well. Uh, Maybe, (laughs) maybe it's the fact I spent the majority of my twenties being told what to do, when to do it and how to do it. That has also sparked the desire in me to just do things my own way. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll change my mind in two years. And that's okay too. Like stay flexible, people. You know, you never know what you're going to think in six months. So managing social media accounts, I think, um, is another aspect I just sort of want to touch on. Um, I manage the Havoc social medias and, and that kind of stuff majority of the time. And doing that for different brands, like obviously I have my personal, then Havoc, and then the Wu Wei and that kind of stuff. And so managing that across multiple platforms as well, like not just Instagram, but like Facebook and emails and that kind of stuff, it can really take its toll. And being available 24-7 does have its side effects, I think. I have felt so guilty at times when I'm like out with people and 
just having a moment where I have to be antisocial for a moment to reply to an inquiry or mid-conversation, I have to try and excuse myself so that I post something to make sure that it's done at a certain time or like a peak traffic hour. Um, Then there's like general customer service and just constantly trying to put out fires and and that kind of thing. Like I stare at a screen a lot, (laughs) whether it's my computer, my laptop or my phone. Um, Sometimes I just get so tempted to just cut everything and just cull social media as a whole and just turn it all off (laughs) but the truth is I can't because somebody has to do it and it's yeah it's definitely crossed my mind that many times but please know that I'm not complaining about it because I have absolutely loved the experience and everything that I've gained from it all in terms of knowledge and skills and figuring stuff out and that kind of stuff um which yeah, it's it's all been part of it, but not having set boundaries and just dealing with that can be a little tough at times. And like I said, like it's all part of the journey, like especially for a startup where everything is sort of getting figured out along the way and we all have other jobs or other priorities on top of the business. Just trying to manage that is, um, yeah, it's just like a challenge and, and trying to manage the finances as well and knowing what areas to put the money into to help grow the business is also a challenge in itself as well but like I said before I'm not complaining because I freaking love it I honestly see it as so like challenging and it gets me excited and I always see it like a game as well you know like where you just want to maximize everything that you have like maximize your knowledge your resources and trying to um, reach certain points and hitting certain milestones together like uh, with my business partners it has been so freaking cool like we've all learned so much already and it's been such an amazing growth experience for all of us, I think. And I mean, as with all relationships, I think communication has been a big growth area and I can't emphasize enough on how important that is. And yeah, it's just been so cool to be on this journey with them. And I'll still have them on the podcast for episode in season two, if they're still up for it, if you guys are listening. (laughs) Because yeah, I just think it's been really cool to experience it together. So I guess that's my little update there with that. Something else I've been doing as well, um, particularly since moving back, is taking myself out on dates. Um, Like That could probably sound really weird for some people, but... I honestly take myself out all the time. Um, I go out and eat for breakfast or like dinner or lunch, like by myself. I go to the movies by myself. I like just activities and things that either not anyone else can make it to or like, oh, I just want to actually go out and, and like sort of <laughs> treat myself without sounding like too much of a basic bitch. But like it's so I feel like it's so empowering to be able to just take the time to take care of yourself and take yourself out and go do things that you want to do like go to the restaurants that you've seen reviews on that you want to check out or even just go to places or watch movies and that kind of thing that you want to actually see that is for you of course spending time with others is great and absolutely necessary like we're social human beings But I also think it's important to be able to spend time uh, alone and just get to know yourself and like be okay with it. Like I've been out before at places, like dined out at places by myself and, you know, you get looks sometimes and people might approach you um, 
but you know it might not be what you think if people are looking at you they might be I don't know admiring your outfit or inspired by you being by yourself or just be curious because they haven't seen it often like what are you doing kind of thing it's yeah if you approach it with an open mind and more curiosity if people are sort of giving you a looks or whatever then yeah and at the same time it's not it's not your responsibility or it's not your um obligation to explain yourself or anything like that so i think it's been a really fun sort of thing and i and i do enjoy that um and sitting on your laptop or phone doesn't count either like that's not taking yourself under it's because i feel like that's pretty standard and common for people to be working in a cafe or like you know their face is focused on a computer or a phone or something like that so um if you do go out try and avoid um technology like if you do take yourself out maybe try reading a book instead um because it's whilst you're still doing something you're you're stepping away from technology and having that um constant communication open for other people where if like a book obviously you can't you're not gonna have a message that's like dings on your phone or on your book i should say um reading a book is more solely for you and the book that you're experiencing or reading. Whereas if you're, you know, reading a book on your phone or something and then like a message thing goes off and you just might get distracted by that and that kind of stuff. And then you get wrapped up in somebody else's um, story or whatever else is happening. So like just taking that time for yourself and just blocking out the outside world so that you can either, you know, process your own thoughts or, you know, people watch, (laughs) I do enjoy sitting in a cafe and just, you know, people watching and just being like, oh, that person looks really interesting. I wonder what their story is, that kind of stuff. So maybe it's just me and that's cool. (laughs) I'm fine with that. But I do enjoy doing that. And um, if anybody is interested or wants to know on like what I do or that kind of stuff, then always happy to chat. Something else I guess I've sort of come to learn lately or been practicing I guess I could say is just being more chilled out about stuff about life about everything really um I was probably a pretty severe perfectionist at times in my life and I think lately I've been able to let some of that go like not all of it obviously I'm still working through stuff but I'm definitely more aware of it and just trying to be yeah like less perfect and and being focused more on progression and the little things and the little habits or um the little focuses rather than like you know for the bigger picture rather than um everything all at once so what's next in terms of life updates i guess for me i'm just trying to round out the year focusing on building up like I said was saying earlier like building up my habits again to a place where I can create more and like thrive more so that come 2022 I've got my foundations ready to go so that I can go all in and just focusing on more the more little um compound effect type habits and rather than going or like drastic, dramatic, extreme measures, which I have done in the past. So I guess it's a that's probably the most recent sort of life updates for me there. Um, and I guess moving on to the next 
part of this podcast episode is just particular thoughts, I guess, that I've sort of come across in the past, I guess, 10 weeks or whatever since starting the podcast and just being on this journey, really. Um, So, something that I came across, or I guess a a quote, a lot of these are going to be quotes and things um, or just concepts or, you know, that kind of thing. So, this first one is... You can't understand people who can't understand themselves. They, it's mm, pretty self-explanatory in terms of the quote. Um, My pronunciation is absolutely on point right now. Explanatory. (laughs) And I think, I, for me, I feel as though this one relates more so to relationships where if you've put, so much time and effort into a relationship for somebody who doesn't understand themselves. No wonder it's fucking confusing because they're fucking confused about themselves. Like if they don't know who they are, then then <laughs> what the fuck can you do about it? You know what I mean? Um, and not saying that I haven't been this person either because there have been times when I have completely lost myself and I'm just like, what? Like who even am I anymore? So it's kind of a yeah it's a kind of a landing quote for me which has made me ponder on that another thought is you get closure when you know yourself know your worth and know what you deserve so that you don't settle for anything less Uh, for me I feel as though this kind of relates to validation and if you're trying to get validation from others because you're not sure about yourself um, or you know getting answers from other people or like just anything from other people it's you're relying on external factors that you can't control so if you get closure sorry you get closure when you know yourself so if you know that despite what somebody else might be saying about you if you know that that's not true within you and you are actually trying your best then it's just like a different perspective entirely. Know yourself and know your worth. And anything outside of that, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Something else I've been thinking about is don't sacrifice who you are to fit into somebody else's insecurities, jealousy, or breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs. Yeah, that is... I mean, who else is guilty of falling for breadcrumbs when you could have had a whole freaking loaf? (laughs) Uh, I feel like we've all been there. Um, Too bad podcast is not visual right now because it could just be like, who, raise your hand if you've ever fallen for breadcrumbs. But it's not. So anyway, I'm just going to say it. Or like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Forget that. Forgot it. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah, knowing, I guess, yeah, I feel like this relates to the first two as well. And just like knowing yourself, understanding yourself, it just helps you not sacrifice yourself into somebody else's insecurities so that you do settle for breadcrumbs because, yeah, it's it's not a fun place to be. Next one I'm going to move on to is be with people who bring out the best in you support you and your goals Uh, i've been around people where this isn't a thing um 
And so, yeah, I've been around people that have been around people that haven't. And I think there's a massive difference in who you are as a person or like your output as a person in terms of like work or creativity or just like being and that kind of stuff. And so it is so important who you surround yourself with and what environment you put yourself in. I think something else that has been pretty, I guess, pivotal for me is being able to recognize when a path is no longer viable. Uh, Like trying to force something incompatible when it's not meant to be is really not a useful way to utilize your time, your energy and resources. So I'm not saying like quit everything, but know when those resources and your energy is is not being reciprocated or um you know it's not going into the right things another thought that i have here in my um samsung notes (laughs) is that for every person that judges you there's 10 people that wish they had your courage the first time i read that i was like whoa (laughs) because I mean it's pretty natural for you to think um or to become aware of what other people might say or or think about you initially um I mean we're human beings so our natural sort of brain is wired to be conservative or to be conscious of the group or the um you know like the tribe not being like ostracized or excluded because you know back in the caveman days that meant like a threat like if you're by yourself you know you're probably going to die against i don't know a predator attacking you whereas if you're in a group you have more of a chance of survival so you are your brain is wired to try and be more of the pack and to survive and that kind of stuff but obviously in our days now where our brain hasn't necessarily caught up to where we're at in life um it can be easy to sort of default to that thinking and just uh like listening or or taking in somebody else's judgment but a lot of the time you don't know who's watching and to be honest I think um some of the (laughs) I've received messages from people that I would not have expected to receive messages from in terms of like releasing this podcast and talking about certain things um that are personal to me or just like certain aspects that kind of stuff and it's been it's been really interesting um I'd say and you just you never really know who's watching you or um, who's inspired by your journey or, or, or that kind of thing. So, I mean, just do you and people are going to judge you. That's a fact. <laughs> like no point in trying to sugarcoat it because there are going to be people that judge you um, and that's cool. And as much as there's going to be people that judge you, there's also going to be people that are encouraged by whatever it is that you're doing. And, you know, as you live your path or, you know, answer to your calling or whatever like there's going to be people that watch that and it's like oh fuck yeah like if she can do that then I can do it too or like this is an example of what I can do if I choose to go down that path you know what I'm saying yeah (laughs) fear and confidence can coexist it's just up to you about which um which path or which channel you choose to to focus on the next thought I want to mention is do not mistake my silence for lack of feeling or calculation like sometimes I have a good reason to keep my thoughts to myself 
I honestly used to think it was like my duty to tell everyone the truth or like overshare and talk about everything, um, which I've come to realize over time uh, that that's not the case. And you don't, one, have to tell anybody anything. You don't have to explain yourself to anybody. And what you choose to tell other people is is up to you, not what somebody else answers or, or asks of you, I should say. There's been times in the past where I have shared things that I was totally not comfortable with sharing and I was or I felt pressured to I guess talk about certain things that I wasn't ready to talk about or um, tell other people but felt as though I had to which is not cool Um, so if you ever feel like that just walk away if you can try and walk away or like at least have like a little break to try and give yourself that um, the luxury of time to thinking out what you actually want to say or um, share with somebody. So, yeah, I think coming to realize that and another thing is that not everybody is willing to hear the truth. Like some people are going to be set in their ways or set in their thoughts or opinions and that kind of stuff, uh, which is cool and it's not your – responsibility to change other people's mind um in terms of things but it is something that is worth being aware of i feel (laughs) so moving on to the next thought i have like a million thoughts in here i'm trying to like touch on ones that may be helpful or relevant um oh my god my alarm's going off okay i need to go onto a strategy course i will continue this podcast in a bit and we are back people i had the most invigorating strategy call um ready to go fired up here we go uh (laughs) so moving on with the thoughts that i've been pondering lately another one is you see in the world what you carry in your heart I know it probably sounds super cliched, <laughs> but uh, I think when you are just the way that people put energy out into the world and just see the world, it, it is so reflective of how they are operating on the inside. Uh, you know, those negative people that are just like always have something to say or always have an opinion about something that is just you're just like, wow, I really didn't need to know that or <laughs> that kind of thing, um, which is, you know, it's like it's not their fault. It's just at the stage that they're in in their life and that's cool. That's fine. You know, you just water off a dog's back and just like just, you know, ignore it kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, you know those people that just completely energize you when you're around them and when you – talk to them about certain things like they just get so excited for you and it's just like it's not anything on on like their journey or whatever like you tell them your big goals your big dreams and they're just like fuck yeah I'm so excited for you that is the kind of person that is internally you know on a completely different level to somebody who is just you know, not there and has their own shit to deal with, which is not your responsibility, by the way. So that's kind of where I feel (laughs) with that quote, so to speak. (laughs) Moving on to the next one. Um, 
it's not necessarily a quote, but more of a thought concept. But like today's society, um, I feel, has such a false belief that being busy means that you're being productive. Like you still have value if you do less and you have more spare time. That just means that you can manage your time better or like uh, just in a more constructive way. I feel as though the key is being focused and intentional about where you're spending your time and just like trying to not get wrapped up about the illusion that busy equals productive. Everyone can be busy. Everyone can be, you know, like doing stuff all the time. But busy does not always necessarily equal productivity. Like what are you actually um, creating or distributing or, you know, like what kind of output are you actually putting into the world? Because busy doesn't necessarily portray that. Um, So I think being more intentional and focused is a really, really big key factor. Thought or like another thought, like refresh thought (laughs) is that, um, so when I say I, I also mean like as in you. So like if I say like I blah, 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 it also is like I also hope that you flip that and think that like you blah, 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 whatever the thing is, (laughs) if that makes sense. Um, So for example, in this particular path um, or thought, it says, or like I've written down, I'm not responsible for your assumptions, which I hope that you also consume that in the way, like as first person, but also know that you're not responsible for other people's assumptions. Uh, Like assumptions is, (laughs) I mean, coming from the background that I've been in, like assumptions can equal life or death types threatening situations and assumptions are not a good thing uh, I don't know if you've read the book the four agreements um, but they do touch on assumptions and so if you haven't read it I would recommend you read it because assumptions can be a pretty uh, almost like torturous concept and so if you're not clear about something then ask if you're not sure about something then ask like communication is so freaking important (laughs) that is all i'll say there moving on to the next thought uh is like know when to say your opinions everybody has opinions 100 like hands down but know when your opinion is not constructive or like if it's asked for then obviously say your opinion but if it's not then kind of i mean like try and use logic and common sense as to whether or not your opinion is constructive at that point and if it's not nice then probably don't say it um uh, like unless it's like a coming from a constructive criticism way and if you know the person is going to receive it in a constructive way then you say it um but to be honest, not everybody is on that, uh, I guess, emotional level where they can take criticism. 
I can already think of some people that might not necessarily take criticism in a constructive way and they would take it really, really personally. And that's fine. That's just that the, that's just where they're at in their journey. And that's totally fine. So know when to say your opinion. And if they ask for it, then sure. But until they ask for it, mm, probably don't say it unless it's, you know, constructive. <laughs> Moving on to the next thought. When you experience someone's true presence, you are minded of your own. I want to just ask you, like, how many times have you been, I guess, confronted with somebody who is so confident in themselves, like so confident in their journey, so confident on where they are going with in life that it inspires you to be like, fuck, like, what? what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, yeah, like I love this person and what they stand for and all this kind of stuff. How can I use this inspiration for my own use? You know what I mean? So that is kind of where I'm going with for that concept. Last but not least, I want to leave the whole, or not leave, but like um, end the podcast season finale with this particular quote i am not afraid of storms i am learning to sail my ship end quote honestly i feel as though a lot of the time we're trying to be perfect have all the answers and we get like you know caught up in from time to time caught up in um, you know like other situations or like comparisonitis and all that kind of stuff but at the same time your journey is exactly where it needs to be like where you are in life don't care like don't compare it to others and what they're doing and their experiences and that that kind of stuff like you are not behind um, like nor are you ahead like you are exactly where you need to be in terms of your experience like your soul's journey all that kind of stuff and experiencing storms and challenges and that kind of stuff is all part of the process like it is it's a part of being human (laughs) and so just being open to that and acknowledging that is I think really important so learning to say your ship so to speak um honestly I've been contemplating getting this quote tattooed on myself (laughs) um but just knowing that Learning is all part of the process and you are doing so fucking amazing is all that I really want to um, convey with this particular concept or thought. So that is that. Know that you are a badass motherfucking bitch and you can absolutely achieve anything that you ever want to achieve. So that kind of rounds up my thoughts for this particular podcast and where I'm at with quotes and that kind of thing (laughs) in that kind of concept Um, but I do just want to touch on again the giveaway that my sister and I have collaborated to um, give but the essential oils bundle includes like a perfume roller bottle um, specific essential oils like all that kind of stuff 
as well as a 20-minute call with a mentor to help you begin your low-tox journey in terms of like cutting out all the like, you know, toxic chemicals, all that kind of stuff. Um, an original artwork by Art by Nooks, which is my sister who is fucking incredibly talented. So that is a – the particular artwork is um, an acrylic on canvas, which is 8-inch by 8-inch. Another part of the giveaway is, or like giveaway package, so to speak, is a night away at an apartment um, in City Beach, which is in the heart of Wollongong. So if you've been (laughs) intently listening, Wollongong is my hometown. So conveniently enough, this giveaway (laughs) has a night away in the heart of Wollongong, which is only like the, the Airbnb place is a short walk to the beach. Uh, has a pool, AC, free, secure parking, close to uh, restaurants in the nightlife, which is, you know, not too far in the Wollongong CBD, for those of you that know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, and you also have a strategy session with me. So depending on what you're trying to focus on, we can either do hypnosis, we can do timeline therapy, we can do coaching or just strategy, however it is that you want to run the session completely open to you and your goals for this particular giveaway so stay tuned on instagram and we will definitely be keeping our eye on the entries for this particular giveaway Uh it's pretty exciting (laughs) so it will uh, unfortunately it will only be open to australian residents only because of you know like pandemic and stuff (laughs) we can't really I mean, as much as we would absolutely love to give this stuff away internationally, um, you know, border closures and government. But anyway, <laughs> um, entries will close on Wednesday, the 10th of November. The winner will be announced on Thursday, the 11th of November. Uh, and yeah, just keep an eye on um, Instagram or social media to get the exact times and dates and more details. So stay tuned. Would absolutely love to give away this package. And honestly, I'm really excited to see who would win. So if you're feeling lucky, of course, enter. Even if you're not feeling lucky, enter anyway, because why not? Thank you so much for listening. I am honestly like just, yeah, I'm forever grateful for every single person who have listened to either this episode or like another episode um, or just in general the whole season like you're all so fucking amazing and I love it you're amazing please feel free to share it on like Instagram or social media or share a link or email all that kind of stuff um, yeah I, honestly it is truly grateful and all I hope to do is just help one person with every sort of episode and and every sort of um, piece of content that I like push out there because I just honestly hope that everybody realizes how fucking amazing they are as an individual. Like we all have our own unique sort of experiences and combinations and skills and all that kind of stuff and every single person has the ability to be a badass bitch. So <laughs> that is all I want to portray. That is all I want to like encourage. And 
I just want every single person to know that even if they don't feel necessarily um, like they're in the best position in their life right now, I just want to give the message that you have everything you need inside of you to portray um not portray i guess post oh sorry what's the word i'm looking for pursue the path that enables you to create your own financial freedom to create your own like uh mindset freedom and all that kind of stuff so i will be releasing coaching spots uh in the next couple of weeks so stay tuned for that if you are willing to um experience that kind of thing i am definitely focused on helping women become free in terms of like mindset freedom financial freedom like just personality freedom like just everything like i just feel as though as a woman we can tend to be trapped in a certain expectation or like a certain role uh that kind of thing which i just am so uh passionate about enforcing the fact that you can absolutely be whoever the fuck you want to be and you have every single thing that you need inside of you to pursue that so i guess that's the kind of like last message i want to receive oh sorry last message i want to give for you to receive (laughs) with this podcast because you're amazing i love you so much and i hope that you continue to pursue your woo and live your way. Don't forget to tag on Instagram at T-H-E-W-U-E-W-A-Y and at A-N-G-E dot P-A-U-L-O. Tag us, screenshot, whatever. Share whatever you're thinking or like email us as well because open to that too. I'm here for you. Like my whole purpose is seriously like just to support you and make sure that you're all good and that you know that you're not alone and that you are a badass motherfucking bitch who can do whatever the fuck you want. So (laughs) embrace it, embody it, and I am here for you. Know that I'm in your corner and I cannot wait to come back with season two for the Wheelway podcast. I love you so much and I honestly hope you continue to find your woo and find your way.